This is Rob Scott, and you're listening to Fundamental Shift. Hi, everybody. This is Rob Scott, and I am giving a talk today called You Can't Kill God. And basically, that's going to be a discussion about uh, fear and being afraid and learning to not be afraid and fear-based teaching. A lot of spiritual teachers tend to uh, use fear to motivate, and I don't think they do it maliciously all the time, but when they do do it, uh, we should really be a little skeptical of what their motives are and and what kind of place they're coming from. Uh, Before I get started with the talk, I do want to mention my website, backtobreath.com. Please go on. Um, uh, I answer comments from people if you have thoughts about any of these talks. And uh, you can email me from there if that's more comfortable, if you don't want it to be a public affair. And also there's links on the right with pictures and book recommendations, which I'll be updating soon because there's lots of other books. And uh, people have been saying that they've been checking out some of them, but there's definitely more to look at. Today I'm actually going to quote from the Tao Te Ching, or as it looks and and reads, the Tao Te Ching. Uh, There's an important thing in there about fear, and we'll start with that in just a second. But uh, lastly, about my website on the right-hand side, uh, a few people have signed up for a link that I've named Show Me Where You Are, and uh, that goes out to a Frapper map, and I love when people sign up for that because I get to see that people are kind of all over the world listening in, which is really neat. So uh, my talk today, You Can't Kill God. Uh, Let's get started. So to quote from the Tao Te Ching on fear, just one thing I found in here on fear, uh, it's number 46 in the book, and I'm just going to quote part of it. It says, there is no greater illusion than fear, no greater wrong than preparing to defend yourself, no greater misfortune than having an enemy. Whoever can see through all fear will always be safe. So the first line of that, again, is there is no greater illusion than fear. It's really, really interesting and really, really deep, and I think it's one of the most important things that we can learn uh, is that fear is really, as it was greatly put one time, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. There is nothing really to be afraid of. As things come and we need to deal with them, we can deal with them. We're just, we have that ability. Um, We are temporary creatures. We are going to die. Being afraid of dying doesn't make much sense, really. And that's not enough in that talk. I'm probably going to do a whole talk on death at some point and how we deal with it and how do we prepare for our own death and what is death and what is dying of the self and how do we deal when other people die. But Before we go there, uh, talking about fear and being afraid of things, uh, there's a lot to discuss around that. And what what really inspired this talk was actually a talk between two very important spiritual leaders on the planet that I thought really spent a little time um, using fear to motivate. And I don't know that they even did it on purpose, but it really was uh, saying things that they were maybe afraid of happening and all this other stuff. And as soon as you bring fear into a message of opening consciousness, Something has gone amiss, as the Tao would have just led us to believe. So um, let me talk more deeply about that in another way. So with, you know, things from, you know, using a BB gun and killing a bird to, you know, horrible Exxon spills that killed tons of, you know, wildlife to 9-11 
uh, the disaster that happened there to tsunamis, to hurricanes that wipe out towns, all of that stuff. How can you say, Rob, that, you know, there's nothing to fear? Um, what I'm saying is, is that those things are horrible acts, but the act of fearing them beforehand is really uh, not a useful state of being. And most importantly, you can't kill God. We may not understand it. We may not understand why these things are there, but all these things actually are okay. Even ultimately, uh, the extinction of the human race can't kill God. If we can learn to identify with a God consciousness, we'll see that we are a part of the whole and that we're a part of everything that is. And that realization really allows us to not fear things anymore. We, our body and all that stuff, is obviously temporary, but we're part of the infinite. And all things in the infinite will change, but the infinite itself is timeless. So that kind of reminds me of an idea that, you know, we need to save the planet. And that's really a very funny idea because it's not the planet that we need to save. We're trying to save ourselves. The planet's going to be just fine whether we litter a five foot deep layer around it or blow craters the size of it with nuclear bombs, you know, the size of Texas. The earth is going to be fine. It's us who needs protecting because you, you can't kill God. So if we're putting up an idea that we need to save ourselves, that's put an expectation out there that we then fear not being able to fulfill. And so we really need to drop our expectations of what the future holds. We really need to drop our expectations about how life is supposed to be. Because if we do that, we can sit into a very Tao-like uh, sense of freedom and openness and uh, not be afraid of anything anymore because we welcome what comes. We welcome what happens. So you might say, Rob, it's not the planet, literally, that we're trying to protect when we talk about the environment. It's wildlife and it's all those things. But in reality, wildlife goes into this big state of extincting itself and new forms being reborn and all that. If we're to leave a plot of land that we've destroyed and left it barren and, and it's got concrete on it and it's, you know, it's, we've done everything we can to make it not growable. If we leave that for, you know, uh, however long, eventually life comes back. Life wants to come through and it will come through. And so that change, that creativity, that drive, it's just everywhere. It's just springing out wanting to be. And so it's an illusion for us to be afraid of you know, these horrible things that might happen. It's an illusion for us to be afraid of what can be because it really is all very beautiful uh, out there. So now that I've thrown a lot of opinions around, maybe I can find some way to actually give this some teeth and, uh, and back it up with uh, some arguments. I don't know, maybe I can't. Let's see. One thing that I definitely want to point out is that it's generally a fear-based mind that is doing the killing. It's not an open, unafraid mind that wants to kill or harm anything. It is fear that actually makes us behave in a way that's aggressive and uh, difficult. So in a sense, the calming and the opening to a not fear-based state is the healthiest thing that we can do for protecting things. So as I'm sitting here saying that we shouldn't fear all these bad things, there's probably part of your mind that may be thinking, well, if we don't prepare for them, we're being irresponsible. Or if we don't prepare for, you know, these horrible terrorist attacks and all that stuff, then we're not doing our duty to protect the world and keep things good. 
But the reality is, is that opening up to a non-fear-based mind is the is the nicest thing that we can do for the planet, and that is the way that we're going to uh, ultimately evolve and uh, and change the world. The desire to change the world is just another form of desire. It's another form of saying, you know, things aren't as I'd like them to be. And as we say that and strive for the next thing, uh, we end up allowing ourselves the space for fear. And we really need to look deeply at that and get into a sense of not being afraid. There's nothing to fear. We can stop being afraid anytime we want to. So what type of mind is free of fear? A mind that's free of fear is an unattached mind, a mind that doesn't have any expectations for how things are supposed to be, not attached to any ideas about what they want out of life or what they are, you know, doing. And so an unattached mind is a is a fearless mind. An attached mind allows the potential for fear to come in because you have expectations, you have wants, and in that your expectations can be challenged and can be in danger. And when you're in danger, that's a that's a fear-based place. So the kind of mind that we're trying to foster here is an unattached mind or an open mind. And um, I've done a lot of other talks on, uh, on attachment, but I think uh, a couple of people have written me emails about attachment recently, so maybe it's time to go over some of that again. So in another talk, I will probably be talking more deeply about attachment soon. But it's really um, very important that we learn to open up to acceptance and not attachment and uh, in a way to drop fear. And um, one of the things I also want to go over quickly is how does the concept of you can't kill God relate to fear? I kind of jumped right into that, and I want to I look at it again because the, the sense that God is invincible, or that there's something here that's invisible, invincible that we can't affect or hurt, and that we're a part of that. It's that mind identification that I'm shooting for, because if we feel separate and, and away from uh, oneness, right? If we feel away from uh, yeah, oneness and we feel separate, that's when we have to defend that separate identity. That's when we have to... Uh, you know, protect it and try and keep it alive. And that's actually something that can't occur forever. That's something that's not going to work forever. And so there's this deep sense of dissatisfaction in that state of mind. And yet if we can identify with the oneness or the sort of God consciousness that's within us, which, um, you know, I hope that's not too lofty an idea, but uh, it is a very possible thing to do. And it's something that a lot of people are talking about anymore and, and actually doing. As we do that, that realization says that you're a part of the thing that's invincible. You're a part of the thing that can't be killed. And that's where uh, you then don't have to attack anything. That's where you don't have to be afraid anymore. And so um, coming from God consciousness is a very important idea and something that meditation helps with and learning these ideas helps with and uh, everything I've talked about in a lot of my other talks helps with. So... Uh, that is pretty much my talk for today. Uh, you can't kill God, and there's nothing to be afraid of. My name is Rob Scott. You're listening to Fundamental Shift. Thank you so much for paying attention today. Be kind to yourself and uh, everybody else. Bye-bye.
Can you hear me now? Let me turn that turn on. 